there is a part of your body as a woman or man no other person should ever touch the ladies He only held them. He didn't, he didn't sleep with you. The effect is the same. And when I talk about the effect, they defile the soul because all of them, when you finish, you have to go and confess. All of them, when you finish, you can pray. All of them, when you finish, you are not clean. And sometimes, for some people, they can even get to that point and even wet themselves. Women or men. See all kinds of... Um, yeah, let me not go too deep. So it's the same. You have defiled your soul. May the Lord keep you clean. Let me go to number four. I, adultery, moves you into other forms of adultery and fornication. So... If you keep committing fornication or adultery with your eyes, other forms of adultery or fornication will start coming in. Pornography will come in. You start watching pictures you don't have to watch. Then before long you are masturbating. You are doing all kinds of things to yourself to get sexual arousal. Then the physical external engagement will come in. Because if you keep looking at women or men lastly, before you realize you will execute execute the physical action of sleeping with somebody. The other thing is that rape can come in. And then the final thing is verbal profanity. When you keep sinning, committing adultery with your eyes, before you realize verbal profanity, you are saying things you shouldn't say. I adultery can now lead you to rape somebody and these days the rape is increasing because of the eye adultery. Number six adultery and fornication are sinful engagements that affect the entire body with disgrace. So when you keep sinning with your eyes with your body, with your ears and everything finally it affects the whole body. No sin affects the body like adultery and fornication. No sin. No sin affects the body like adultery and fornication. Listen, every sin is a sin, but adultery and fornication are in their own league. They, they, no, listen, it is at its own level. Adultery. And I'll show you why. But the thing is, and, and the reason why adultery is so dangerous is that it affects the entire body with disgrace, sickness. For example, if you went and committed adultery and you got AIDS, the AIDS will not be limited to only the sexual organs. Even Gono. Gono does not affect only the sexual organ. It, it moves in the, into the rest of your body. Syphilis will go to the rest of your body. When I said Gono, I mean gonorrhea. Sickness. Guilt. When you commit fornication or adultery, it's not only your external sexual organs that will feel the guilt. The whole of your body, beginning from your mind, will feel the guilt. Confusion will hit your whole body. And even murder, murder, when you 
commit fornication or adultery, you are likely to become a murderer. David went and slept with somebody's wife. The woman became pregnant. David found a way of trying to let the man become responsible for the pregnancy. So he brought the man out of war and said, go home. He knew that if the man went home, he would sleep with his wife. But this man too was a very dedicated servant of David. He said, the, the people of God are in battle. I cannot go home and sleep with my wife. The man slept at the gate. So David's plan was defeated. And David said, if my plan is defeated, then let me send this man into the battle. Let me put him at the part of the battle that is very hot so that he will die. Finally, they sent Uriah to the very dangerous part of the battle and Uriah died. So the man committed adultery first with his eyes because he was on the rooftop and saw a naked woman. The next thing, he called this woman, I don't think it was consensual, consensual sex. He virtually raped her. She became pregnant. The next stage was to kill the man. The thing about adultery and fornication is that when you do them, there is a likelihood you want to do some things to cover up. And those things you do to cover up makes your case worse. It's like Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Theirs were not fornication or adultery. But they ate the fruit. After that, they made fig leaves and tried to cover themselves. So when you commit adultery and fornication and finish, before you realize you are doing all kinds of things to cover up. Including blackmailing other people. Destroying people. Trying to find out who to blame. I have seen cases of adultery and fornication in this church. As soon as you catch them, the next thing they are talking about is that who told senior pastor? Who told Pastor Mike? That is not the important thing. The important thing is, have you done it or not? Shut up with all that who told them. The question should be, who did it and not who told them? Repent. Change. Organize your life. Put yourself together. Stop getting angry and destroy yourself. The reason why we are there as church leaders is not just to preach to you and make you happy. Our greatest assignment is to present you as a holy vessel to God on the last day to make sure that on the day of judgment, I can take you and take myself and present you to God and say, God, you gave me a soul. Here is your soul. And the soul is holy and the soul is righteous. But then I, I dare not go go there one day and say, Lord, I was teaching them and they refused to listen. I cautioned them. They refused to listen. Told me to. I left them. Paul said, I'm so angry with your messing that I have delivered the person to Satan for the destruction of the body so that on the last day, the person will be saved. Because somebody went and slept with his stepmother. Somebody slept with his mother. Stepmother. One day I heard of a pastor who wanted to marry his senior pastor's ex-wife. So the senior pastor and the woman stopped. And one of the man's pastors wanted to marry. Turn to somebody and tell the person, kill him. So David killed Uriah in order to cover up. And that's for the abortions in the church.
Oh. One day I was talking to a senior pastor about a junior pastor who was leading prayers in the church. He told me, he said, Eastwood, you have no idea the number of abortions this man has made women commit in our church. Finally, I had to drive him away. Because when he sleeps with them and they get pregnant, he deceives them to go and abort. So they were just aborting and aborting and aborting. Listen, adultery and abortion. By you looking at me today, if your mother had aborted you, would you be sitting here? Why are you aborting somebody? Then finally they marry, and when the children are not coming, we are praying, he ka, he ka, he ka, he ka. And these people know what they did with their wombs and with their bodies. His brothers will preach in a door today. Then why are you not shouting like everything? Say, Christo Nipa, you have walked into a theater. And you are telling the doctor, remove this pregnancy. So, the eye adultery is not enough. The verbal adultery is not enough. The physical adultery is not enough. Now, remove a baby. Kill somebody in the process. So, commit murder. The other side of the murder is that Nansedia Yariabao Anybody committing adultery or fornication should know you are a potential killer. Number one, you yourself, you are committing suicide because eventually your fornication or adultery will kill you. You will die of the same thing. Listen, even Absalom, whose praise was his hair, finally it was the hair that killed Absalom. I'm predicting I'm not prophesying. Your fornication will kill you. Your adultery will kill you. One day when you die, it will be the fornication or adultery. Nothing else. One day if you will be poor, it's the adultery and the fornication. One day if you will be disgraced, it's the adultery and the fornication. One day if your ministry, your life, your business will go down, it's the adultery or the fornication. You may blame something else. You may blame somebody else, but it is your own fornication that brought you down because the soul that sinned is shall If you go into almost all our churches, Sunday after Sunday, the blood of children who have been aborted is crying out in the wombs of our women in the church. If you've ever committed abortion, please don't hide it. Go and confess it well and let God forgive you because you have killed a human being. It's better to let the stomach come out. Deliver the child. Let the whole world disgrace you. But you repent. You'll be saved on the last day. Commit abortion. Hide the sin. But on the day of judgment, it shall come out. You have only postponed the day of your disgrace. Because one day it will be revealed. Oh, 
What about if we are married and we committed abortion? It's abortion. Every pregnancy is abortion. Listen. Stop fooling about. One day you deliver. Then the child dies. And you are crying. My child is dead. I can't understand what has happened. God said, you know what? You killed other children yourself. You were not worried. Now you are worried that another child has fallen sick and died. What is the difference between this and the one you yourself removed? All your life, may you never know anything called abortion. Lift up your hand and clap for Jesus. Oh, you can add a shout to that clap. That would be fine. You are my children. I love you. My main intention is to make sure you go to heaven. I'm giving you life. I'm giving you something that will save you. Listen, you, this is the meal on the table. You must eat it. It must save you. It must make you better. Come on, clap your hands and scream like your voice is yours. Praise. I have come to you as your pastor, as your father, and I'm teaching you, clean up your life. Organize your life. If your sexuality is, deceived, is disturbing you, marry. And if you marry, stay with your own. Drink water from your own system and not another system. All your life, married people from today and going forward. May the only man you know and the only woman you know be the woman you married and said for better for worse. I share my body with you. I share my wealthy goods with you. Come on, clap your hands and scream. Sit down. Now, look at me. Look at me. How wicked can you be? How wicked can you be that a woman you married and a man you married and somebody who loves you from her heart how wicked can you be that the person will be sitting there and you go and contract HIV because of your own carelessness and you bring it and give it to her that is why brothers who believes that any man or any woman as soon as you commit adultery or fornication, you must tell your wife or your husband. I believe you owe it to the person to go on your knees and say, look, I beg you, this is what I've done. Don't let it be a rumor from your own mouth. Tell the person, confess your faults one to another. Then you'll be saved. Listen to me. I don't care who you think you are. If you commit adultery or fornication, and you don't tell your wife or your husband, and you say you've told God, that sin is still sitting in the record. Until you come, oh! The prodigal son said, I have sinned against God, and I've sinned against you, my father. I have sinned against God, and I've sinned against you, my father. Now, you told God you have sinned against him, but you haven't confessed it to your father, your mother, your wife, your husband. 
Oh, you still covered your sin and you are sitting on it, deceiving yourself that God has forgiven you. Jesus said something. Whosoever sin you remit, it shall be remitted. And if you withhold it, it shall be withheld against you. So God forgiving you is not enough. If you bring an offering to the altar and remember that your neighbor has something against you, leave the offering there. Go there. Confess your sin. Come back and offer the altar. Oh, you are walking about. Your wife thinks you are in adultery. Your husband thinks you are in adultery. Your father thinks you are in adultery. Your mother thinks you are committing fornication. You are busy giving offerings and giving sacrifices and everybody is angry at you. Everybody thinks you have not done the right thing. You walking about pretending to everybody that everything is right but you know who you have hidden your sin. You have hidden that iniquity. I brought a message of repentance today and it is the shofar or the trumpet of the jubilee that God in the name of Jesus will come to you with repentance. We come to you praying that as a church, as the body of Christ, as a ministry, whether it be something digital or EAM or be the body of Christ or those that follow us online, Lord, forgive our sins. Cleanse us from our sins. Make us holy. Make us pure. Purify our souls and our spirits so that we will not spend all our life coming to church only to end up in hell. For how long are we going to live on earth? It's about a short time. Why should I pretend in this life only to end up in hell? Forgive us. Have mercy on us. An innocent woman, you've given them AIDS. An innocent woman, you've given them gonorrhea. An innocent woman, you've given her syphilis innocent man walking about, prayer warrior minding his own business you don't respect yourself a woman wearing skirt but you are skirtless wearing bra but you are braless you went and brought this man HIV you killed him you killed her both of you left your children orphaned how wicked can you be I said, how wicked, how wicked, how wicked, how heartless can you be? God. Yadabosa. Katoni kapakatakaya. Adultery inflicts pain on the cheated party. The day some people hear that their husband has committed adultery or their wife, they could even die. They'll be like, oh, Kwame, look at what you've done to me. Look at the disgrace you brought me. I'm going to be walking about and people are going to look at me and they are going to compare me with the woman you slept with and they will say, what does this one get that this one don't have? Kwame, tell me, what does that woman got I don't have? Kwame, tell me, good has that person treated you and I have not treated you at least I agreed to marry you am I preaching something to you I said am I preaching something to you listen 
when it comes to fornication or adultery. If you don't confess it to your wife or your husband and you think God has forgiven you, you are just deceiving yourself. Go back and tell them what you have done. That will be your only guarantee that you may not repeat it. But as long as you are in denial and walk about as if they don't know, one day the devil will lead you there again. Let me tell you, any route or road you walk on before, you can easily walk in it again. There are many of you now, if I give you a visa and a passport, and I say go to London, until I show you how to get to London, you will never go. You sit in Boga forever, because you've never been there. But if I gave senior a passport and a visa, and I say senior, go to London, he knows how to get there, because he's been there before. I'm glad his fear not. He will run. How many of you think I have taught you well today? I've taught you well. I've taught you well. I prayed to God. I said, Lord, the message I'm carrying is a very heavy one. But let me talk to these people as a father and not a judge. And I think so far God has helped me. Not to speak to you as a judge, but to speak to you as a father. Adultery can bring pain. Listen. It takes an act of extraordinary wickedness to commit adultery. And the heartache you are bringing can kill the person. So adultery Jesus now said the reason why adultery is so dangerous is that if you do it, even the eye adultery is very dangerous. But look at the way Paul put it. Look at the way Paul put it. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 16 to 18 What? Everybody say what? Come on tell somebody, tell somebody say what? that he who is joined to an harlot is one body. Don't you know that when you join yourself to a harlot, you are one body with a harlot. So now, look at me. Look at me. Some of you now, by magic, you have turned into ten human beings. You see, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. As soon as you sleep with somebody, you become one body with the person, whether you are married or not. So if in your lifetime you slept with five men, you have become one body with five men. So it means that you walking about in this world now, they call you maybe Peter, maybe Amponsa, but you actually have five names because you've joined yourself to five other women. So if you join yourself to a Margaret, you are Peter, Margaret, and Ponsa. Then you join yourself to Mary, you are Peter, Mary, and Ponsa. Then you join yourself to Martha, you are Peter, Martha, and Ponsa. And two years, Nipa, five, and on number we are Because you are joined to all these people. 
and you have become one with them. Somebody said, what about if I'm not married yet? By the time you marry, if the women you have slept with are ten, you are ten human beings. So the day your husband is marrying, he's actually marrying you with ten other men. And that is why, ladies and gentlemen, you can finish marrying and these other men are still in the shadows following you. And they call themselves ex-girlfriend. Phoning them is difficult. Talking to them is difficult. Interacting with them very closely. If your husband sees it, because you see, what you sleep with or who you sleep with before, you can do it again. It just takes some amount of pressure and temptation. And if you are not careful, the thing will repeat. That is why those of you that are single and you have not slept with anybody yet, may God give you the grace to continue like that. It will save you in future. 